0: In this week's episode, we will be discussing part two of the series, Honor God as Teens According to God's Word. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio amidst the pandemic. And we're back with another great lesson talking about honoring God as teens. Let's get right down to it. The world and the biblical meaning of honor. Regard with great respect, fulfill an obligation, or keep an agreement. Now, let's let's look at the biblical meaning. Matthew 6 and 9 says, This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I know you noticed I didn't read the complete Lord's Prayer. For the purpose of this week's lesson, the beginning of the prayer forces us to put our brakes on and discuss the word hallowed. This word is very powerful when used in the Lord's Prayer. Hallowed means to greatly revere and honored. I want that to sink in. I want to take a moment to allow that to sink in, okay? To honor God requires you to actively revere and make Him holy. Simply put, you have to be intentional when it comes to God. You cannot passively honor and revere God. As an example, before COVID-19, you probably went to church, you dropped a few dollars in the offering bucket or plate, and you participated in youth ministry activities. And on many occasions, you were more concerned about the benefit or the accolades that you were going to get because you were seen giving money, being seen in church, and participating in teen activities. Instead of being more focused on what glory and honor your service to God brings to God. See, we have to honor and reverence God because he truly deserves it. This is what Jesus meant in Isaiah twenty-nine, thirteen, and also Matthew 15 and 8. This people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. You don't want God to feel like you're not near him or that he doesn't have a place in your life. Proverbs 3 and 9 says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and from the first of all your produce. Now, this scripture tells us in order to honor God in the truest sense of the word, we must put him first, not second or third on the list. I think I can truly say sometimes knowingly or unknowingly, we put our personal interests ahead of God. Let's reflect on the scripture for a second. God knows the love of our money and wealth can easily be honored, loved, cherished, and sought after more diligently than what we sometimes give the Lord. Here's a thought. Follow me here. Open your mind. What the scripture doesn't say is you can't have wealth or keep your produce. God simply wants the first, the freshest, or the untainted portion. By honoring God with your first, you are showing that you honor and respect Him. Young people, God is not saying you can't have wealth and enjoy the fruit of your labor. He just wants to ensure you keep everything in God's perspective. What is that? Honoring and revering and respecting God as a first action, not a reaction. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to continue this great lesson on honoring God. And we're back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break to continue this lesson. We're going to talk about some practical ways to honor God. I want to share five ways you can begin honoring God today. This is not to say that you don't spend any time with God. I'm looking to give you some additional tools to make honoring and respecting God a lot easier and understandable. Number one, honor God with your money. This means your finances, whether from a job or your allowance. As Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That could be found in Matthew 6, 21. So be sure to give God what God is due. Number two, honor God with your time. How do you use your time to honor or give God glory? This can be seen in Psalms 144 and 4. Which this is really saying, hey, you got to spend some time with God. You got to spend some time speaking on God. You got to spend a lot of time showing the love of God to other people wherever you may be. So be sure to give God some of that time. Number three, honor God with your body. Yes, your physical body. Are you treating the temple right? Are you eating right? Don't you know that your body houses the spirit of the living God? This can be seen in 1 Corinthians six eighteen through 20. Yes, you must take care of that physical body in a natural sense because it does house the Holy Spirit, the th- very thing that Jesus promised you when he died, that he would send you a helper and one to keep you and to guide you. Number four, honor God with your skills. These are your God-given gifts and abilities. Your talents are not just for your personal edification and growth. Everything you should do should somehow further God's kingdom. This could be seen in Matthew 25, 14, and 30. So be sure to give some of that talent back to the church. Do ministry, speaking, whatever it may be, teaching, helping, encouraging. Just allow God to use you. Be a vessel that God can use to further his kingdom. And number five, honor God with your heart. Yes, the very thing that contains all the love you have. God wants your love because he knows where your heart is, so is your treasure. There are countless, countless verses that encourages us to place God as number one in our heart. This can be found in Isaiah 29, 13 and Proverbs 3 and 5. Be sure to keep God first. Be sure to love God more than you love yourself and all others. Because that is the first and foremost relationship that is important to the life of a Christian. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner.
1: Hey, Minister Bennett.
0: What y'all rapping about over here?
1: We were talking about how we should honor God with our actions and speech. We looked at Revelation 2, 1 through 4, where Jesus was speaking to the church of Ephesus, and in a nutshell was giving them credit for their works of labor, their patience, and not becoming weary while doing well. But then a change takes place. After telling the church all of the good they had done and were doing, Jesus then says, nevertheless, I have this against you. You have left your first love. Wow. We talked about how deep that was for a moment. And I said, just like with our parents, we are going to encourage you, congratulate you, give you your props. But when you are wrong, we're going to tell you. We chatted a little about how they thought the church was feeling after Jesus said that. Some said embarrassed, small, shocked, hurt, disappointed. But one youth asked, what does that mean to leave your first love? Great question. I explained that it's referring to leaving God, who is our very first love, the one who made us in the womb of our mothers, the one who knows every intricate part of us. So they asked, how can we leave God? another great question, so I continue. It is very important that we honor, respect, pay tribute to God with our total being. We touched on it last week when we talked about those things that we idolize, which causes separation from God, those things that take away our attention from God, in essence, leaving him. Some pondered and others nodded. When we honor God totally, we begin to look at the things we do and say differently. We begin to put away childish things. We begin to change our outlook, our thinking, our friends. And before you know it, we are no longer conforming to the world, but we've been transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yes, I know it will not happen overnight, but when you consciously begin to change your thinking and some of your actions, you'll see God moving in ways that you didn't notice before. You'll stop criticizing, judging, complaining. You'll begin praying more, giving thanks more, respecting yourself, your parents, and others more. And guess what? You'll be honoring God more. So return to your first love. Don't have God feeling like some of the Church of Ephesus folk felt embarrassed, small, shocked, hurt, or disappointed when you put others, things, games, social media before him. Honor God by making changes in your life and show him he matters.
0: In summary, the importance of honoring God. God wants to have full access and control of your heart. Matthew 6:24 makes it crystal clear. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one And despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. These two scriptures connect a key fact in the life of a Christian. Exodus 20, 2 and 3 commands us not to have any other gods before the Lord. And Jesus said in Mark 12, 30 that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Ask God how you can honor him today. Jesus Christ gave his life for you and he promised to give you the Holy Spirit to help you in all things. Each believer has the Holy Spirit to comfort, counsel, and direct us. First Corinthians six nineteen declares, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. We belong to the Lord, and may we honor him 100% with every gift we have and that he has given us. God wants to be the Lord of your life, not just with your words, but also with your actions. See Matthew 7, 21. I want you to declare today and every day going forward that there will be no lip service here. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, It's Christian Education Ministry in association with Real Time with the Bennett's Where real talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.